This episode is sponsored by Audible, which, if you don't know, has a great selection of audiobooks, originals, and podcasts. And right now, if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash popculturepodcast, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible Plus, which lets you listen to a selection of audiobooks, originals, sleep tracks, meditation programs, and podcasts. Or you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you all of that from Audible Plus, as well as one free title per month from an extended selection of bestsellers and new releases. And you own those, so that's awesome. So uh, yeah, if you want to go get that 30-day free trial of Audible, that website is www.audibletrial.com slash popculturepodcast. Now on with the show. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. So 2022's Black Adam is directed by, and I'm definitely going to butcher this first name here, it's Huame Colette Sarah. Definitely butchered that, sorry. Screenplay by Adam Seitkeel, Rory Haynes, and Sorab Noshirvani. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Based on the character Black Adam, created by Otto Binder and C.C. Beck. Stars Dwayne The Rock Frickin' Johnson as Black Adam slash Teth Adam. Which, honestly, he was announced to play this character back in 2007, which predates Man of Steel. Which is just crazy to think about how long this has been in development hell. And this movie would not have been made. We would not be watching this movie, talking about this movie, if it weren't for Dwayne Johnson being so adamant about playing this character and having this movie made. So you have to appreciate it on that level alone. Uh, also in the cast here, we have Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate slash Kent Nelson. We have Aldous Hodges, Carter Hall slash Hawkman. Uh, Noah Santanillo as Al Rothstein slash Adam Smasher. Got uh, Quintessa, can't talk apparently, Quintessa Swindell as Maxine Hunkel slash Cyclone. We got Viola Davis coming in here as Amanda Waller, who you might know from the uh, Suicide Squad films. Uh, who else do we have here? Sarah Sadie, hopefully I'm saying that right, or Sahi, not 100% sure how to pronounce that, as Adriana Odelia, what is that name? Odelia Helvi, Hel Hel uh, as Sharuta, uh, Mohammed Amir, or Amur, as Kareem, and I feel like there was somebody else that I'm missing here, but I didn't get the full cast, so... Apologies ahead of time. Uh, but yeah, like I said, this movie would not have been made if not for Dwayne Johnson being as adamant as he was about this movie being made and released. Um, I've been hearing him in interviews for months and months talking about how the hierarchy of the DC Universe has changed. And uh, I can't really say I feel like that has actually happened with this movie. It's not necessarily a bad DC movie by any means, but it's not one of the best. Uh, not even not even close. 
what would I say is the worst DC movie in terms of the DCEU films? Uh, Aquaman wasn't too bad. Wonder Woman wasn't too bad. Wonder Woman 1984 I didn't care for too much. Um, the first Suicide Squad I didn't absolutely hate, but it's not good. I do like Birds of Prey. I like the new Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn directed. Um, I, I don't know if I said this already, but Man of Steel is one of my favorites. Um, I actually do really love that movie. That's probably my quintessential Superman movie because I didn't really grow up with the other ones. But yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't really hated any DC movies too much that I can think of at the moment. Batman v Superman was not good. The uh, Joss Whedon version of Justice League was definitely not good. Uh, so I'd say this is better than than Justice League. It's better than Green Lantern for sure. Um, but but is it as good as like all those other films that I mentioned? Not quite. But there is fun to be had with that. I think there the humor that is in this film works really well for the most part. Uh, there are times where it doesn't, and there are times where it, when it does. And when it does, I, I have a lot of fun with it. This is a fun movie. Um, I, I've heard a lot of different opinions on this movie that it's a B movie. I wouldn't necessarily say B movie. This is more of a C movie for me. Um, but with with that aspect there, you think of like, oh, it's funny, but it, it doesn't pack a punch. And with The Rock talking about how the hierarchy of the DC universe is supposed to change... This movie should have packed a lot more of a punch. I didn't go in with super high expectations because I wasn't expecting this to be good, but I feel like even then it should have kind of done a little bit more for me, having little to no expectations at all. Uh, yes, I did have the post credit scene spoiled for me. I will not say what that is here. This is going to be a purely spoiler-free review. I, I don't think I'm planning on making a spoiler review, to be honest, because it would only be, like, maybe five minutes long tops. But, um, yeah, let me get to some of my notes here. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is fun as Black Adam, but at times he can be a little too stoic, which I feel like with the character makes sense. But, you know, The Rock has a lot of charm and a lot of charisma, and I would have liked to see a little bit of that come through a little bit more. I think they had... He had his moments, but not a whole lot. Um, I already said that the comedy did work for the most part in this movie. Um, it, it's a very surprisingly brutal movie when it comes to the fights and the kills, especially when it comes to Black Adam killing people. Uh, sorry, I'm really stuffed up, so if I sound weird, that's why. Um, but yeah, just then that scene alone, which I believe they released a clip online of it, him, like, basically frying this person with lightning. Like, that scene was probably, granted, it was towards the beginning of the movie, so it's one of the most brutal scenes in the movie, which is kind of unfortunate that they don't go as brutal. I mean, they're still brutal in the movie, but it's done more for laughs, and that's more serious. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a really dark thing for a PG-13 movie to do, and it's a dark thing for DC to do, especially... I mean, I feel like stuff like that, they don't, they don't always have the balls to actually pull that stuff off. But, um, yeah, I appreciated that for sure. I, I appreciated a lot of the, uh, 
a lot of the the violence, I guess you could say in here, because Black Adam as a character is a very violent person, you know, fueled by rage, essentially, or fueled, uh, fueled by revenge. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Let me look at some of my other notes here. If you can't tell, I'm tired, very stuffed up, and also don't have a whole lot of enthusiasm about this movie. I, I watched it maybe like four hours ago, got out of the theater about four hours ago, had to wait to record the review, and honestly, I don't really remember a whole lot. But um, the standouts here for sure, Dwayne Johnson is Black Adam. I mean, how could he not be a standout in his own film? Uh, but I really did like Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. That's actually a character I feel like they should make a solo film for. Um, it's a character I've always been intrigued by. Not one of my favorite characters by any means. But, uh, you know, I think that character showed up in, in the uh, Arrow show on CW. So I, I like seeing that character there. Sorry, there's a little, little bug in my phone there. But, uh yeah, let me see here. People have been keeping up with the DCEU movies, excluding the uh, the Batman movie because that's not connected. Uh, we'll see a few familiar faces in this movie. If you had the post-credit scene spoiled for you, you already know. But uh, on top of that, there are a few other familiar faces uh, that you might recognize from, from other movies. I already mentioned before that... Uh, that Viola Davis reprises her role as Amanda Waller in this film. So uh, you, you can see that in the trailers. So that's not really a huge spoiler. But there is one other person, if not two other people that show up that uh, are in other DC films. So I thought that was kind of cool to see. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, it definitely drags heavily at points. Um, I mean, especially towards the end. There there are certain things that they do that are like, oh no, the hero, he's down on his luck. Um, so, it seems like that, excuse me, it seems like that is just the end of it. It's like, oh no, he's not going to be the hero anymore. You know, he... he yeah, I don't want to get into too many specifics here for the people that haven't seen it. But, yeah, it's the moment in the story where the hero is down on their luck and they have to rise back up. And at that point, I'm just like, I don't know, it kind of feels like the movie should end right here. You know, just end it right here. That's fine. Uh, but, no, they they have this conflict between Black Adam and the Justice Society of America, which I love here. Uh, for the most part, and I don't think everybody really gets their moment to shine. They they do get their moment to shine. They just don't get enough enough time with it, you know. Especially Cyclone and uh, and Adam Adam Smasher. They they get little to nothing to do in this movie, which is unfortunate. But it seems like the main focus of this movie would be the uh, the you know the what's the word I'm looking for the shoot the confrontation between the Justice Society of America and Black Adam. And that should have been the focus of the movie, I feel like. But at the same time, it's like, you can only do that for so long before, you know, it feels like, why are you guys fighting at this point? Kind of like how it was in Batman v Superman. But um, I feel like they should have stuck to that. But no, they bring in this other whole villain. And I'm going to, this is a minor kind of spoiler because it really doesn't play a super huge part in the movie, surprisingly. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. 
They don't focus on it a whole lot. Similar to something like Man of Steel or the first Suicide Squad movie, this movie also has a freaking sky beam, which I'm just so freaking sick of in the DC movies at this point. It's a very cut and paste kind of uh kind of DC film for sure. It, it follows the lines of a lot of other uh, DC movies that have come before, just not quite as good, I guess I would say. Uh, the one that it reminds me of most, for sure, is Man of Steel, and then also a bit of Shazam, because obviously the Black Adam character, you know, has ties to the wizard that gave uh, Billy Batson, is that his name? Gave him his powers. Uh, so you do have The Rock saying Shazam in this movie and whatnot, which I think is cool, which hopefully that's not a huge spoiler, but uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, let me see here. I think, what else do I have to say here? Uh, oh yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. There was an asshole in the theater, and when I'm doing these reviews, and I have an asshole in the theater when I'm watching a movie that I'm reviewing, I love to talk about it on the YouTube channel. This time, it was a group of people, but only one guy specifically was bothering me. Uh, he was about two seats away, and, uh, you know, I really hate sitting near people at the movie theater. And being two seats away, I was already like, alright, I kind of want to move one more seat away, but I'd feel weird if I did that. If they really bother me, I'll just move. But, um, yeah, they they get food at the movie theater because the movie theater I have, or I go to the local one, they have a whole kitchen with a lot of great food, which, by the way, got some really good spiced churros today. Those were really good. They had chocolate sauce and everything. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, they ordered some food. And I'm just like, all right, nice, getting some food, whatever. Um, which, that'll come back a little bit later in this little story here but yeah basically this guy he was looking at his phone the brightness was like obviously all the way up on his phone every time he looked at it even when the movie started he was looking at that shit then he put it away i'm like thank god he put it away thank you after a little bit his ringtone starts going off it's just like this stupid shitty rap music which i don't have anything against rap music or the people that listen to it but when when you're upset about something everything just sounds stupid to you right um, but yeah, it kept going off pretty much every five to 10 minutes, which was really annoying. Um, and every time it would go off, he'd look at the phone for like about a minute and then put it back down. Um, and then after a while I was just sitting there and I'm like, what's that noise? I look over, this dude is just sleeping. He's snoring two seats away from me. I can obviously hear him. The people around him can obviously hear him. The friends that were with him were like looking at him and laughing. I was just like, so you're just going to let your friend be an asshole right here and just snore and ruin the experience for other people? So eventually what I did is the churro plate that I had or whatever, they have like actual plates. I uh, just walked outside the theater for a second because the trash can was right there. I dumped dumped out the, uh, the garbage part of it, like the waste, and then I put it where it needed to go. Went back in, I had all my stuff with me, and I just sat in the row in front of me. Um, but I could still hear him soaring. That was still annoying, but I, I, I got to focus on the movie a little bit more when I moved at least. And that's not the thing that bothered me the most, honestly. The thing that bothered me the most is that after the movie was over, which first off, they didn't stay for the post-credit scenes or scene, I should say, stay for that if you haven't seen it yet. But 
not only did they not stay for that, but they left all their fucking trash behind. So, yeah, I love talking about shitty movie experiences because maybe, just maybe, if you are the person that was in the theater with me watching Black Adam in IMAX at 6.10 p.m. at Celebration Cinema Lansing, uh, then I want you to know that that wasn't cool. And why are you going to pay like 20 bucks for a fucking movie ticket plus the expensive-ass food, just to sit there on your phone and then also just sleep. Like, what the fuck? I don't get people nowadays. I really don't. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the movie a little bit more, and then I'll just I'll, uh, end this here. But the villain in this movie, I don't know if I said this already, but the villain is fucking lame as hell. I hate the villain. It's one of the most forgettable DC villains I've seen in the last handful of movies. Um... Even Stefan Wolf or whatever his name was from the Justice League movie, even he was more memorable than than this villain here, and I thought that villain was pretty stupid. Um, but let me see here. Uh, I already said stay for the post credit scene. I feel like there was one more thing I had to say. Uh, but yeah, if you're a big fan of The Rock, you're probably gonna love this movie. I'm not even gonna lie to you. If you're a big fan of DC. Uh, there's a chance you might love it, and there's a chance you might hate it, depending on how you see these adaptations, but, hey, who's, you know, who, who am I to decide that for you? So, if you haven't seen it, are you planning on watching it? Let me know why or why not. I would love to know down in the comments below. Uh, have you seen it? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Huh? Are you in the middle? Because I, I definitely did not like it, but I didn't absolutely hate it. Uh, so yeah, just let me know your opinion down in the comments below. No spoilers, please, even though that post credit scene has been leaked far before the movie was even out. Uh, still don't talk about it in the comments below. If you do, I will delete your comments. Um, but yeah, I'd just love to know opinions on it and if people are going to see it or not. Uh, one la oh yeah, I just remembered the one last thing I wanted to say. I saw this in IMAX and... Uh, the thing with this movie is with the character of Black Adam, he's a character that's so freaking powerful that, like, nobody can stop him. Like, he, he gives Superman a run for his money in the comics. And, I don't know, with a character like that, you, you would feel like the scale of this movie and the scale of his power would have been felt even more so on a big-ass IMAX screen. But it was kind of, I wouldn't say the opposite, but, like... I, I just didn't feel like the movie quite packed a punch when it came to the, the scale of what destruction he can cause. Because we saw that in Man of Steel, and it, it's kind of a divided thing for people, whether they love or hate the destruction in Man of Steel. For me personally, it shows that two gods literally just fighting each other through buildings has great ramifications, which... I love the uh, the scene, the, the opening to Batman v Superman, where we see Bruce Wayne driving through the madness, which is Metropolis, and having these buildings fall, and just seeing the perspective of the people on the ground. Like, that's the kind of shit I love about these types of movies, is bringing these otherworldly, unrealistic characters down to a more human level. And I get it with this character. How do you bring this character down to a human level? But at the same time, I feel like they should have found a little bit of a way to do it. And they kind of did in the movie, making him, you know, giving him more, you know, human, uh, what's the word, humane, I guess, 
making him more friendly over time. Uh, who who said this? I think it was like Dan Merle or something like that, the review I watched, where they said it was kind of like uh, Arnold in Terminator 2, where, uh, you know, he's a very stoic character, but over time you kind of grow to love him and kind of changes over time, you know? That's, that's the kind of movie they have here, where you start off with this guy who is just a killing machine, and over time he... Still kills, but he does it for a reason that you can actually get behind, uh, which is the interesting thing they do with this character here. But I'm going to cut this review off now because that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Again, I wish I could have done a spoiler review for it, but I really just wouldn't have an, as much to say. Maybe I'll make a small little uh, little video or like a small Instagram story about that post credit scene, but... Probably not, to be honest. I would say I'm disappointed, but I really wasn't expecting much. So I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a 5 out of 10. I can appreciate the work that went into making this movie and how hard Dwayne Johnson pushed for this movie to be made. But at the end of the day, it does kind of feel like a movie that would have worked a little bit better had it came out years before when Dwayne The Rock Johnson was first announced to play the character. So... There's my review for 2022's Black Adam. Again, tell me what you thought about it in the comments below without spoilers. And if you haven't seen it, tell me if you're going to watch it, why or why not. Leave a like on the video, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you never miss an upload. And I will see you in the next one where I should be starting my, uh, my eight days of Halloween reviews. From the 24th to the 31st, I will be reviewing one Halloween slash horror slash spooky movie related review each day leading up to Halloween. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I appreciate you guys watching. I will see you in the next one.